0: Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Brunell. Caleb, could a podcast about finance
1: be entertaining? Not without alcohol. <laughs> All right. You mixed it up. I did. You did. Finally, we had a cocktail now.
0: Chrysanthemum.
1: <laughs> Is that what it's called? Chrysanthemum. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. We it's harder pre, to say pre-gamed. after two a days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that a lot lately. You know, we talked a lot about whiskey Is that on the a, last a pl- flower, right? We, uh, yes. Okay. Yes, and there's none of that in this cocktail. Well, that makes so perfect know. sense. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we did talk about whiskey uh, a lot. Yeah, we talked about the the small batch whiskey that we were trying a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, and we didn't even catch up on a whole lot. We're gonna catch up on this uh, yes. episode for yes. sure. But I, I got know. back from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. In spring break. We came um, back and we're
1: like, you know what? The biggest headlines are going to be bank failures, worries about the market, uh-huh. and then God said, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, gosh. And the so, levy broke. And the levy broke. When the levy broke When breaks, the levy breaks. The great flood of 2023. <laughs>
0: and it's only, well, April when this episode yeah, comes out. Yeah, that's all right.
1: But, you know, one of the...
0: Uh, our, our office flooded. Guys. Yes. That's what happened. And we're going to talk about it a lot we this are. episode. We are. We're going to get you guys um, caught up. But it, we're going to make it applicable to finance. Applicable. For sure. I say applicable. You
1: are a hick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give me back your <laughs> chrysanthemum.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I was. Uh, it's funny because we talked about our trip. We went to Florida for spring mm-hmm. break. We did spring training baseball, which was great. We did Disney World for a couple of days.
1: You, out of all the people in the universe,
0: you sat next to somebody? I sat next from- to people from our hometown. Yeah. So it's really, really funny. It comes to the top of my, my mind because she just stopped in the office. She did. Today. That was awesome. My new friend, Donna. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we went to you guys are Yankee two golden Spring Girls. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, I, she's so fun to talk to. But yeah, we went to Yankee Spring Training in Tampa. Mm hmm and it was by the way like 64 degrees that day and we fried man yeah the sun in florida is different yeah my ears are still peeling my son oh he had blisters under his eyes and on his ears felt like parent of the year um (laughs) although i would say that you took him to that's um, his mother's responsibility i took him to the baseball (laughs) game right (laughs) sorry we'll see how that works out for you (laughs) dang it now i'm in trouble yeah. Uh, but anyway yeah we we sat down it was one of those standing room only but they actually have seating mm-hmm. all along the, the wall and I, I told Jason uh, I told everybody here I think I texted <laughs> you guys like guess yeah, who I'm sitting next did. to you did but I went to sit down next to this nice looking couple. And I said, hi, do you mind if we sit here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I Because this well, is
1: like open seating. You can is, sit Yes, long, open seating. Yeah, it was standing yeah.
0: room. It's just they have a table that goes all along the wall. The wall. And then cool. there's seats so you can bring your concession, sit down and eat. And then you just kind of stake your claim. And I said, well, we're usually pretty good neighbors. So I looked over and I noticed his blue hat with a white D on it. And I said, where are you all from? No, I didn't say it like that. But I said, <laughs> hey, wh- where are you guys from? Just assuming that they weren't from Tampa. Right. And uh, the gentleman says to me, well, you've probably never heard of it. Small town in Ohio. And I go, hmm, try me. <laughs> I know that hat anyway, right? It says, Oh, you've... Probably never heard of Defiance, Ohio, have you? And I said, yes, I have. That's where I live. <laughs> so it's funny. Uh, it turned out they're wonderful, really, really nice people. And I go, who knew you had to drive 1,100 miles to meet great people from your hometown? I'd never met them before.
1: And, you know, she followed up. She brought you a She book. did. It's great.
0: They love baseball. They were there. So their grandson plays for Defiance Baseball. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they have some tournaments down there, but they the team took in a spring training game as well, just happened to be one that we were at. And so they were there with him. And, you know, we got talking about baseball. I feel like she could get a lot of information out of somebody. Maybe she should work here. (laughs) But yeah, you know, she got out. I I coach baseball, all that kind of stuff. And she said, I have a great book for you to read. And she said, I'm going to bring it by your office. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, we were finishing up that last podcast. I heard the ding and turn around and there's my baseball friend, Donna. Oh, that's cool. With the the cook, Yeah.
1: And that's why you take vacation.
0: To meet people from your hometown. Before the levee breaks. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I took vacation after the levee broke. Oh, that's right. But it was a well-timed vacation for me. Yes. It's probably well-timed for you too because there were not as many people in the building. Yeah. Uh, So,
1: I mean, the the great flood impacted (laughs) our business pretty good. We have our office... You know, think of like a single floor, about 4,000 square feet. It's pretty big. Yeah. Old building. You think 4,000 square feet of flooring. Flooring, yeah. <laughs> we had a water filter fail yeah. under our
0: sink. The girls here are really, really insistent that we have clean drinking water. Filter
1: water, I don't understand. I'm
0: like, as long as the ice is clear, <laughs> we're okay.
1: <laughs> it failed. and for Big time. At least eight hours. Yeah. We had full city pressure from every corner yeah water pressure is not a problem here i'll tell you that nope as you can imagine thousands of gallons of water on your floor that is you know really really old and needs replaced after two whole years yeah yeah two whole years of stepping on it yeah (laughs) so seven days of service master in our office shout out to service master by the way that's actually up up there i said yes it is they are amazing uh, angels. Can you believe how chipper and happy they were ridiculous. doing ridiculous the work
0: that they were doing?
1: I mean, it it was like bad. Yeah. And the the bad part about it is, is that it happens is happening so fast. Uh-huh. And so we're not even like hardly thinking. And I'm trying to like get things sucked up and moved and get the things that are valuable moved mm-hmm. and and they just come in. They came in like a couple hours after we got here and I mean, the yellow trucks in Defiance show up for yeah. Service Master. And, um, you know it's serious when they people, show up. Yeah, there's three three trucks and a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they just went to town, moving stuff, ripping floor, making decisions fast.
0: Smiles on their faces the, the entire time. time.
1: <laughs> the whole time. And it's kind of like you got punched in the gut. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm like trying to like just figure out what which way is up. But the but I honestly, like Silver Lining and all of this, you know, the funniest part of this whole thing still will be when you called me. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny. And I know you did. I didn't know. You know, I'm on the other end. Like You're like, we have big problems at the office. And I'm like, w- well, mm. I guess I'll change. That's yeah, that, was, that was what
0: I remember. The funniest thing about it was after I explained to you the situation, you go, all right, I'll change clothes. And then I said,
1: and bring a couple
0: shop vacs with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turns out we needed about 40 shop vacs and you know, 15 people, but.
0: It did suck up the water pretty fast. All right, but. let's
1: drink. Well, okay, yeah. We, we, we are, are going to turn, of this, ourselves.
0: We're turn this into a finance yes, topic for are. sure because it was a financial event. <laughs> Uh today we are drinking cocktails again. This one, Jason, we just happen to have all the ingredients and there are quite a few ingredients, but since we had all of them, chances are you might I am have them too. So excited. I think technically it's considered a brandy cocktail, but in a second I'll read the ingredients and you decide is it brandy or bourbon? Okay. Can it be both? Yeah, I would say so. This is called the Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Don't ask me to spell it. Uh, (laughs) And after we drink this, don't ask me to say it again. Chrysanthemum. (laughs) Anyway, what we're drinking here today is comprised of, well, quite a few ingredients if you're watching the podcast on YouTube or Facebook Live or wherever you watch it. Not live. What am I thinking? I don't know. We're not doing this live. You're a boomer. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, on the face page, what we've got here is three quarters of an ounce of cognac. Okay. Brandy. Brandy will do. Three quarters of an ounce of bourbon. Yes. Three quarters of an ounce sweet vermouth. Oh, this is all so good. Yes, very good. Back to Benedictine. Yeah, we are going to go through this bottle. Yeah, for sure. One quarter of an ounce of Benedictine. Okay, so not a lot. That's a condiment, right?
1: Yeah. Sweeten it up a little with the vermouth,
0: and then to give it some real spice here, we've got bitters, yes. Creole bitters. Yeah, Creole. Creole, 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 yeah, Creole. We used uh, Peychaud's bitters, yes, um, which are really popular for drinks like the Vieux Carré. Mm-hmm. Any, yep. what's the word I'm looking for? Like New Orleans-based cocktails, yeah, I think you definitely. better have some Creole bitters, some yeah. Peychauds.
1: Yeah, it feels, it really smells. I said like a, you said red hot, red hot, yeah. And
0: I got a little bit of licorice yep, in there too, which but makes not sense. off-putting, not off-putting. Yeah, yep. One dash of Angostura bitters, or seven. Or you know, <laughs> season to your little heart's desire. We garnish that with a maraschino cherry and lemon peel. And you went off script this time, I did. probably because a lot of stuff is packed away. You That's went, what you I. You went find. with the great value brand
1: <laughs> over the Oxardo cherries. One, baby. <laughs>
0: but in a pinch, these work just fine too, and they're like three dollars a jar. The, and they're. They're, 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 they're a good. brandied cherry. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah they're and they're good. They're not the fluorescent red right Jolly Sheen's, ranchers yeah Jolly ranchers. All right. All
0: right, so we probably should have this in a coop glass, but those are packed away right now. <laughs> so we built it in a rocks glass but uh, yeah mix all that stuff up with some ice strain it out into uh, a glass with fresh ice and uh, he's tried his already. Mm. Yes. Ooh, that's yes. sweet.
1: A little more bourbon would do you good.
0: Yeah. Yes. It smells wonderful. I'll say that much. It smells really, that is a, really that's good. That's
1: a summer drink. That's a summer you drink. You think so? Oh, yeah.
0: Even see, brandy in. I, I see brandy and I think winter drink. But no, that's um, a summer drink. I like that. Dang. I had high hopes for this one. I, I would put this in the crowd pleaser category. I think if you like whiskey, okay, you're good. If you're but, a brandy person, you definitely taste the brandy.
1: But it's the warmth of the brandy and it's sweet, too. So yeah. like... I mean, Brandy's kind of sweet anyway. Yes, um, absolutely. So, If you I got mean, a
0: sweet tooth, this cocktail will scratch the edge.
1: Yeah. Like I said, maybe up the bourbon a little bit. I agree, um,
0: but I always say that.
1: Yeah, that's our typical. But this is a great drink. I, I'm not sure if I would order this at a bar unless you are real confident in the bar. Chrysanthemum. Cutter. I'll take the chrysanthemum, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't even know if they would know what it is. You're confident
0: enough saying it or spelling it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know like this. This is awesome. It's this good. is awesome. Try it out. glad we had a winner. I feel like we were, uh, were maybe not striking out. But I'm
1: still recovering from that
0: freaking Tootsie Roll bullcrap you gave me. <laughs> I didn't invent it, man. <laughs> Anytime there's... A hundred some podcasts, then you got to start looking places. Root
1: beer and a Tootsie Roll in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, looking places. places. Uh, I, I found this one on OHLQ.com as yeah. well.
1: And you so. know what, man? They just... They're doing a good job in Ohio. I think so. I mean, maybe people don't agree with me, but it, I mean, it's in the improving. last few years, it's, it's really improving. yeah.
0: So I'm just thinking from a bourbon pers- perspective, mm-hmm. we've gotten a hold of a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Great, man. That is let's great. uh, let's get on to the finance portion. I don't of wanna. This. I want to drink this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. All right. I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah. How, so. how did
0: how did the great flood? The levee breaking was that relevant from a finance perspective for our listeners
1: yeah so I think this is
0: other than feel real bad for us we
1: didn't want to like ruin the the topic with saying like you should understand your insurance mm. okay use your property and casualty insurance but that is really the moral of the story and I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest with you we're gonna like kind of defer to the experts a lot in this sure okay but the impact of the when the levy broke and we uh-huh. had the great flood, you start to at least I did, I started to see the dollar signs of pretty, course. pretty quick. Seven days, eight days of service master ish. Uh-huh. Um four thousand square feet of flooring all had to come up and go in the garbage can. Mm-hmm. Other things that you don't think about, all the trim came off. It's gonna have to be repainted. Yep. Cleaning, cleaning alone. Yeah, I mean, this place was a disaster. The mitigation part the of mitigation. it, which I never even considered. Right, subfloor had to come up. I mean, the basement we had uh, monitors and furniture and things like that that all got ruined. Mm-hmm. And you, you really, I—that's that gut punch I'm talking about. I was even, even up till this week, I still have felt like in a bit of a funk, like trying to. Like sort my brain out now. I will say this: I have the best team that there is to have. I'm okay? glad this is recorded. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so flexible, so kind, willing to go to the coffee shop and have a field trip and yeah. work from you know your pastor's office and yeah, your that was tables and and by the next the next day we were it wasn't functional. ideal. We were functional. We had. The uh, Blue Jay Clubhouse. Yeah. Everyone packed into the uh, the conference room except for me because I of, couldn't put up with these idiots Yeah, it's day. one of those things <laughs> that uh,
0: you think, you see the pictures and you're like, we'll laugh about this one day. Yeah. Not today. Not
1: today. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> Look at us laughing about it. <laughs> it is, I know. We are. It, I'm thinking about you guys in there <laughs> right now. Um, I could hardly sit still, you know, all the anxiety and stuff just pulsing through my body. So... I was anxious about going
0: on vacation, and for me, I was like, well, I better get
1: out of here. Silver lining and lots of things, okay? Like, number one, this wasn't my house. I don't uh-huh. live here. It did disrupt our business a lot. Service Master was great. They came in. Yeah. They took care of a lot of this. I couldn't have done it. We had three of our seven folks on vacation for spring break. We sure did. Yeah. What
0: a great time for a filter to fail yeah. and water to go everywhere. So,
1: you just weren't here. Uh-huh. And so, we were able to... Get subfloor back in, lots of noise, move furniture back, get the place kind of cleaned up. And then I would say, like, as close to functional as we're going to get, and really start making strides around, like, getting flooring replaced and things like that. But it's like 1,000 easy steps, (laughs) right? You know, like, none of it's difficult, but all added up, it does add up to a lot Mm -hmm. in the complications. So let me ask you a question. Mm
0: -hmm. Because immediately I thought, too oh my gosh, this is going to a disrupt business, which also that's, yep. there's a dollar sign behind that Absolutely. too, right? But also, I mean, I had to reschedule some appointments as flexible as we were, but you know, we stopped revenue producing activities in yep. some cases. Yep. Uh, but aside from that, you know, you're thinking, oh, thank God I have insurance. And then how long did it take you from going, thank God I have insurance to going, wait a second, what's in my contract here?
1: Yeah. It wasn't very long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been saying jokingly, the adjuster came last week and uh, last Thursday, and I the nervousness I had was similar to like anticipating having a baby, and I've done that seven times, <laughs> so it wasn't that bad. As it was saying? pretty bad, <laughs> I was real nervous. I I hate to say that because you just don't know. I mean, these folks are they're here to to I guess make you whole again, uh-huh. but you hear so many horror stories, and we deal with you know you know i guess bad insurance companies with folks sometimes and i i think that you know is a huge testament to the folks that we work with we work with grant insurance here in defiance and they were there right away immediately i mean like wanting to help us clean up you know moving furniture morris floor covering in defiance Uh like out the next day measuring like you cannot dismiss what that means yeah okay with all the reassurance i was getting i was still very nervous well
0: at the end of the day, and this is what I've I've told clients when explaining like insurance, life insurance contracts and
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: annuity contracts and, and all, all kinds of different insurance related things. Look, there, there's a couple of businesses that just don't lose. Right. And insurance is one of them. Definitely. And you think you look at the situation and I think what a lot of people would say was bad situation, but boy, we, you know. We we won this time, right? No, nah. no one beats the insurance companies. Nah. <laughs> nah, so immediately you're thinking, well, okay, these companies who are in it for a profit, mm-hmm. they're gonna go out and they're gonna mitigate their losses Correct. too. Yep, right?
1: Yeah, because we had a product failure. Yeah, and we don't know how that's gonna shake out. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, this is why you have insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think there's there's definitely correlation between our tragic events and you know the like lessons from the trenches that we just experienced. Mm -hmm. This is tens of thousands of dollars. We might even hit a hundred thousand dollars in losses. That's how significant this is. It's gonna be real, real close. And I still kind of feel a little anxiety about it. This off our office we put our heart and soul into. I mean it's two years old. It was a, a restoration of a I would call dilapidated downtown building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like many other Midwest towns. I mean, these buildings have fallen to disrepair and we just built one up from basically scratch. Yeah. And so had good bones. Had good bones. <laughs> Not really. But um it had a lot of bones with osteoporosis, but yeah. we fixed that. <laughs>
0: we knew a good orthopedic surgeon.
1: That's right. And so but we have a uh, office that we um kind of covet you know i mean i it's a it's a wonderful place to be sure Um, we've had a lot of fun events here recently and yeah it feels very homey and so it's not it's not a a drywall box with a drop ceiling so i think that's what made it a little bit harder for all of us so lessons from the trenches yeah okay i think number one i i i'm going out of order here on my my little board number one you need to work with someone that's got your back
0: yes okay
1: sometimes Paying a little more. That might
0: mean paying a little more, right? Yeah. So if you're... You only have to have one of these issues once for that to pay off, by the way. If you
1: think Shaquille O'Neal from 1-800-GENERAL-INSURANCE is going to come <laughs> out and help you in this situation, he's not. Okay? You need to be able to pick up the phone and get a hold of these folks. And and you know someone's got your back when they're showing up in your office as the loss is happening. Yeah. I mean, the water was barely turned
0: off and they were here helping us move furniture. Yeah. Yeah. But and dealing local and knowing mm-hmm. the people that you work with, mm-hmm. right? We've got a good relationship with them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You don't
0: skimp on insurance. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So, I, and I think that kind of leads us into the next thing, which is really like you need to understand what you have going on. Yeah. Okay. Like your limits. And again, we're not experts in this area. Right. We're going to, we're going to turn to someone who is. Just- so, I want to
0: turn the tables, right? And think about the clients who come in and see us and they go, look, I know I need help in this area. And I talk to Jason and Caleb because they understand the markets. They understand my uh, contribution limits. They understand all of these things. Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to
0: just trust them. Right.
1: Yeah. And so when I'm looking at like I pulled this, we have this check sheet. It's really awesome. Like what things should I consider when reviewing my property and casualty insurance Mm -hmm. policies? You know, have I thought about what my deductible is? How much is it? How am I going to pay for it? Mm -hmm. Has my home's value increased so much that I need to increase? Which is
0: a very, I mean, if you think about what's happened over the last couple of years with real estate values. Here's a reason to get this stuff looked at.
1: And I will tell you right now, that conversation was had with my insurance agent. It was Megan at grants. She's like, your building is only covered for, you know, X dollars. You Mm -hmm. should probably increase that because it's worth more than that. And she, I mean, she's right. You're dang, dang right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge deal. Do you have personal property that's worth a ton? We have a lot of antiques in here. Yeah. And we did talk about increasing the contents.
0: Is it, is it wrong to think that when I opened the door that day and I heard the water gushing,
1: I went, my guitar, My guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Nintendo? <laughs> i'm not gonna lie those things kind of cross my mind too i'm like i don't have a lot of nice stuff but all of all my here. coolest stuff is here
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's another lesson not just the building the dwelling the contents correct yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah and the last part of that that didn't really fit our scenario but as a business owners i always want to touch on which is the liability coverage mm-hmm. car insurance things like that umbrella policies on your home you need to make sure you've got ample liability, especially if a net worth over 500000 mm-hmm. So you need to consider things like your house, your 401k, your investments, things like that. So you can get to that half a million dollar number pretty, pretty fast. Quick. And so you, you need to think about umbrella policies, make sure your liability limits. But again, lean on your experts. They know your situation too. Don't be afraid to share. I think this is a lesson that I didn't necessarily want to experience, but you start to realize why... You know, the online maybe insurance gurus that are mm-hmm. out there may not have your best interest in heart. You're gonna, I would have had to call an, an 800 number. I probably yeah. wouldn't even have even seen an adjuster by, by now. And those are all on the flip side when you really need it. Why, you know, you might pay a little bit more. And, you know what? And so this is a
0: nice lead in because I want to ask a question mm-hmm. and then I'm going to kind of answer a question, my mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. and then have you kind of jump mm-hmm. in. You know the I'm question nervous. I think similar uh, the the parallels in the insurance business and in the uh, the business of asset management and mm-hmm. financial planning they do kind of run side by side they and uh, yeah. I would say that you know you could really get into the weeds and say we are fiduciaries correct and insurance folks technically are fiduciaries too. now they can operate as far as their pay outside mm-hmm. of those bounds and things like that. but I think the question, and that's something we tell clients all the time or prospective clients look, we're fiduciaries. Mm-hmm. We have a legal obligation to do what's in your best interest and have a document and a process that that's what we're doing. Right. Right. How do you know that someone's got your back? Yeah. And when it comes to insurance, I'm just going to flat out say it, and I'll, I'll use my own experience. While we're shouting out people and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I guess plugging business, <laughs> local businesses. Fine with me. Uh, you know, my insurance person, Rob Lawson, here in mm-hmm. town, uh, Rosenkistner, mm-hmm. right? You know, something I didn't get from the last company that I was with for 15, 16, 17 years, something mm-hmm. like that was, I'll get a phone call or a text message. Hey, guess what? I think we need to look at this because somebody out there is offering better coverage and I mm-hmm. think I can save you a little bit of money. I didn't explore that. I, right. I didn't say, Hey Rob, my premiums are going up. I just got my renewal. What the heck, man? Right? No. Exactly. So I would say there's one way to know that someone's got your back. They're constantly looking at options when you're not thinking about that. Yeah, because
1: that's going to likely result in them having to do more work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not necessarily make anything more. Yeah. Okay. But they're trying to look after their client. And, and from a
0: business standpoint, it makes sense to makes have a sense. client maybe even paying less than what they're paying, but have them for longer. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's the, <laughs> we charge based on assets under management. We and hope they grow. We, exactly. <laughs> we're we're in the don't lose clients, retain clients for the long term. Right. That's how we win. Exactly. And, and it's the same kind of mentality. So I guess I'm drawing some parallels in our, our businesses here mm-hmm. a little bit. Definitely. How to know somebody's got your back. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you don't get a phone call when they they're trying to sell you something.
1: <laughs> you don't get a phone call when they realize. Or I should you're say transferring. only right. Yeah, when they're when you're transferring or doing something different. Mm-hmm. You know, reaching out on a regular basis, making sure you understand, answering your questions, all those things are really critical. And following up in a loss like this, you know, it it wasn't one email; it was several. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to be said for that. And a big part of business is the human component. I am a business owner that cares for a lot of folks. We have employees here that are serving our clients, and we were really, really displaced. Mm-hmm. And that's just a human, human thing to do—is to be like, "Hey, is everything all right?" So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And I think if you don't have someone like that, if you're going to, you know, progressive.com or, you know, it, you may want to just, you know, double check. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, send us an email. We'll send you this check sheet. It's asking questions. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great check sheet. Like taking inventory of your house. Like, are you considering all of your policies? Your life insurance, your car insurance. Are your limits proper? Yeah. And uh, there's lots of rules of thumb. And it's not always about getting the lowest cost, the yeah. minimum coverage. A lot of times, it's it's just more than that. So I, I think that's kind of the moral of the story and the lessons from the trenches. And you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm still very grateful for you know the impact that we didn't experience yeah i also have to you know give a shout out to our to our clients we sent out an email (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because with a sad picture of us working in the same (laughs) office each other's shoulders basically (laughs) and the and the response has been just so kind this is a human thing, Mm -hmm. right? Folks have given us space. They understand that we're going through some stuff and more concern for us than for themselves. And that's what makes this business just so rewarding. Mm -hmm. It really does. I'm going to get all sappy. Don't do that. (laughs) I need a drink. (laughs) You do need a drink. You
0: stop talking for a second while I rein it in here. So, you know, in our business, we talk about insurance. We don't sell insurance here. That's not because we don't believe in it, obviously. It's mostly because um, we don't like to. <laughs> well, it's not fun. It's not. Uh, someone who likes insurance and likes to talk God about bless it, him. turn and run. No, I'm just kidding. God bless them. <laughs> but what I would say is we do encourage our clients and our, our regular reviews to reassess your life insurance, your disability. Those are the two that we mm-hmm. kind of focus on. All yep. right, have there been any changes? Uh, you know, pay raises, job changes. That necessitate a look at your life insurance or your yep. disability insurance right. policies, right? Why in the heck would we not do that with our property and casualty? And the other things that we don't talk about much. So we did an episode way, way, way back. Right. Way back on insurance. And yes, I admit it was boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we this talked about way
1: di- better. <laughs> We talked about
0: different <laughs> types of insurance. And I think that, you know, as far as from a financial advisor's perspective, from a financial planning perspective, Make sure that this is part of that annual meeting or that, you know, that that review mm-hmm. that we're looking at all of these things. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that comes in here bring me your property and casualty because oh, I'm just going to say, I'm saying that just, just going to go, all right, good. You got it. Um, <laughs> but make sure
1: you're reviewing that with your insurance guy as well or gal, whoever it is. This does bring up a good point. I mean, I think it, part of our practice and just the practicality of what we do it is something we probably need to hone in on a little sure bit do. with our clients. It only takes one time. That's right. It
0: only takes one time. Learn from the great flood of 2023. When the levy broke. <laughs> Cue the Led Zeppelin. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for having a drink with us this week, folks. It's time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the old-fashioned finance podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money. money, Or hate, or hate right, like you said the last episode. <laughs> we, you can not? stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's BlueJayFG.com. Hey, and produced us. by Pottery Studios. Hey. Good guys. That's right. And gals. <laughs> <laughs> We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Uh-oh. Behind the back,
1: cheers. Chrysanthemum. -um -um.
0: Chrysanthemum. (laughs) Chrysanthemum. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless otherwise